This week, we're talking about Chad Video Game Studios, a brand new studio, a brand loyalty program, and skateboarding. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man who loves to fly in his private jet, cause massive amounts of pollution through his business choices, and at the end of the day, he tells you it's up to you to prevent the earth from exploding. It's my co-host, Mike. Mike, how are you? And I also want to say I'm (laughs) against the people who concrete themselves sidewalks in somewhere in Europe um, to promote... uh, or to, to bring notice to climate change uh, when the concrete industry is one of the most polluting industries in the world. Also, you're literally asking to die of a heat stroke if you do that right now. Yes, because the world is on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it, and I'll never get bored. Oh, hey now, this is a podcast. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, could you tell that... Uh, could you tell what all my news was about this week based on my mm. <laughs> based on my intro for Mike? Um, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. That's, it was supposed to be an overarching. Like, I didn't want anybody to listen to that and go, like, I know exactly who he's talking about. Because it's really an overarching thing. I'm talking about every, you know. They just kind of all. They all mesh together when it comes to this fucking shit. Anyway. Did you see... Um someone posted a picture on twitter and it was just the four like the boat picture of bezos the boat picture of musk um the picture of zuckerberg i don't know if he was on a beach or out it's like a, wakeboarding I think somewhere it's him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh oh it was bill gates and in, in like a kayak just in like business like uh khakis and a polo but he's he's canoeing and the tweet was just i'm assembling a team <laughs> uh yeah they're all getting acclimated to the water because give it a couple of years ayo when mars doesn't work out and we're all underwater yeah uh yeah fucking christ all right let's talk about video games instead uh first and foremost that's how it's always good to just bury the problems um first and foremost how was your week in games did you play anything what'd you play was it fun so you'll be happy to hear that i did set up my xbox i don't know if i said that last week i really don't know when i set up my xbox i don't think you had set it up yet last week so i think last week was another like basically i played nothing kind of week for you which is understandable this, this week is also kind of that um I did play a little bit of Madden. Um, okay. That's like all I have time to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, we had a couple uh, couple good games come out this week. We sure did. Yeah. And uh, one of them almost has me thinking about buying it for PS4. Set my PS4 up. Yeah. 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 I know you've been playing this game mm-hmm. on PS4. You rich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know me rolling in it. And Just I. Games it. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No. 
Justine today. Around like two o'clock. It's Wednesday now. Yes. Is it? It's Wednesday. It is. Um She's we're just we're just sitting, like we're both working, but she's on her personal cell phone. And she just says out loud uh something along the lines of like you have an exclusive opportunity to get a PS5. And she's just reading this out loud. She's like, oh, it looks like there's a queue at two today. And I'm like, I check my email. I was like, oh, I didn't get anything. <laughs> um, I don't think she tried to get in. But just knowing that she had that power to get in and not buy it. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I thought it was going to be one of those scam things. Like, congratulations, you won. Oh. And I thought you were going to be like, Justine, snap your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just grabbed it out of her hand and thrown it at the wall. Um, I was going to say that the reason I was able to um, afford a PS5 is because I don't recycle and I exploit workers in other countries. So that's cool. how I got that's how I got to this position. <laughs> just to piggyback off of the intro. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> um, there, but you said a couple of good games came out this week. Um, so I'll talk about the one here momentarily, but. Did you have the opportunity to at least start up the other one? No. Okay. They both, I, don't, I don't even have it installed. They both literally came out yesterday. Um, so that is more than fair and understandable. Um, the two games, if if you are unaware, are Stray and As As Dusk Falls? As Dusk Falls, yeah. Okay. I want to make sure I got that right. Yeah, super excited. Um I'm super excited for when you do have the opportunity to play as Dusk Falls uh, to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I'm hoping. So I think it's on. Let me check. I think it's on cloud. Okay. And I don't think I really have much space on my Xbox right now, so I'm probably just going to stream it. Um, which works out because like it's one of those games. Hmm. I don't think you really. Yeah, it is on. It is a. Uh, on cloud and it does have dedicated touch controls so nice yeah that makes it a little bit easier to play right now in my current situation and like you said it definitely like is one of those games where it's like all right you can do it yeah yeah as long as i have time to get into like a story right um but i will make time hell yeah be a cat hell yeah hell yeah um, is that it for your week? Because I'll, t- I'll talk about Stray. I'll talk oh, about yeah, Bug Snacks and then I'll talk story. about Stray. Um, so first, Bug Snacks. Still haven't played the DLC. Okay, Stray. Um, it is very cute. It is very chill, which I really, really like right now. And they nailed the cat mannerisms. It is like it's got my side hurts from how hard I'm laughing. I have tears welling in my eyes. Uh, not actually, but it is very, very funny. Um, I There are robots uh, in there. Like, there's no humans. It's just like these robots. And, um, as it should be. As it should be, yep. Um, and uh, the one is like sitting, and there's like a bed next to him, so you can go like lay down in the bed. And so I went and I lay down in the bed and the just I just laid there and the robot is like turned and just staring at you and you're like slowly getting louder with your purring. 
and it was just <laughs> so funny because like the robot just had like a blank expression basically and it's just looking and i don't know why it just it just tickled me so much and then um to progress the story you're supposed to jump up onto a chair and a robot sitting in the chair next to it and they're patting the chair like come on come on up here and i just i just walked up to the chair but i sat there instead of like jumping up to it and i just i put the controller down and just watched the robot just like pat pat the fucking stool <laughs> for like five minutes and and i just like the longer it went on the funnier it became to me because that's just such a fucking cat thing of like oh you want me to jump up there is that what you want me to do no please tell me what is it that you want me to do human like and you just keep patting and the cat then lays down right beneath where you want them to jump up to right it was it was just so funny to me um That's amazing. otherwise you're like knocking stuff like you have you can like there's paint cans and you can like knock them off of like uh ledges and stuff and like the the speed at which the like padding happens where it's just like kind of give it a little tap you notice it moves a little bit mm -hmm. and you give it a couple more taps and then you tap it a few more times and it falls off and it's just like yep that is exactly like no cat realistically is just like there's something like near a ledge and then they just like pull back as far as possible and just like you know smack the shit out of it like it's always it always seems to me at least is what grogu does it's always that like there's a pencil i'm gonna tap it oh it rolls a little bit and that's kind of coming back towards me a little i'm just gonna tap it a little more and tap it and it's off and just every time it was just like wow they nailed us and it, it gets me every time it's so funny to me because i know my cat is just such an anomaly but she does not have those mannerisms <laughs> really no i mean she she rears back and just lays waste to shit she just doesn't do anything <laughs> like she has and of course like she has health issues so you know, there's that, but <clears throat> sometimes she gets the beans and she'll chase, like she loves yarn balls mm -hmm. or, and she loves chasing bugs, mm -hmm. but she's, she's not really an asshole, which is about the most unnerving thing right. for a cat. That's honestly you worse. Them, you expect them to be an asshole, but when they're not, you're like, what are you planning? Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's just subtle things. It's like, why, uh, uh I don't know. Why is there, um, piece of copper wire hooked up to my doorknob <laughs> what's this cat trying to do and the the worst now that we're just talking about our cats grogu is very vocal so he will mm -hmm. walk into a room you make eye contact with him and he'll scream at you and <laughs> um anytime he doesn't do that it's like what you just said it's super unnerving because he'll walk in and he'll look at you and you'll kind of look at him He'll like slow blink a few times. You're like, oh, maybe he's just tired. And then he'll just stare you. So he'll just stare you down. And you'll, you know, maybe you'll vocalize something. Maybe you'll say like, what? You know, trying to coax him into like screaming at you. And it's just nothing. Just staring and deep into your soul saying like, I'm going to suck that soul out of you later. It's just like, Grogu, please. Um, anyway, Stray. A lot of fun. Um, super enjoyable. Uh, I look forward to playing it some more i don't it doesn't seem like it's going to be a very long game um and we were shelby and i were going through the trophy list yesterday and there is a trophy for beating the game in under two hours 
So it's that quick of a game. Well, that tells me you can do it that quick. So my my realistic guess of like, you know, normal Mike and Spencer bullshit of like, I'm gonna walk over here. I didn't need to walk over here. Okay, now I'm gonna walk uh, over here. And like, oh, maybe there's a collectible, right? But like running through the game, not grabbing anything, yeah, you you I guess beat it in under two hours. Gotcha. So, but my guess is probably like for my first playthrough, I would imagine uh, it's a wide range, but somewhere in the five to ten easily. And then like you figure like chapter select to like clean up like collectibles stuff like that. So definitely not super long, um, but definitely enjoyable. Did you? Uh, are you gonna try to get that uh, stray backpack? You know, I was looking at it. I was thinking about it. Um, can't say yes or no, basically, is what I'm getting at. Maybe, I guess, is, is what a, a normal human would say. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, I'm just I'm so fucking hot. Um, I don't know why. It's just very warm outside. Very random. I, I, um, I'll completely subject change if you want. <laughs> Please. I'm on the PlayStation app right now because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about buying it, whatever. haven't checked my PlayStation Plus games in a while. Mm-hmm. This week, a bunch of bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4. Yep. Which is incredible. I actually don't have that game. Uh, Man of Medan. Yep. Which I wanted to play. Well, I'm going to buy it. There you go. And then Arcade Again. I've heard decent things about it. I want to play it, but... Now I have it. Good, good month. Yeah. First good month in a while. I feel like most months are pretty good. Like, they generally, at least one of the games, especially, which I know out of three is like, but I don't know. Especially, I mean, if it's ever a month where I don't have all three of the games already, I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Once it's like a game that I have, I'm just kind of like, oh, man. Uh, fun fact, uh, all the Dark Picture games, uh, Man of Medan and Little Hope. So the two, I guess. I think mm-hmm. Until Dawn as well. But um, those two, the other two, for sure, are on the extra catalog. Yeah, I'm looking at this because Stray is on there, too. So I'm like, well, do I just buy a month of extra? I mean, that would be cost beneficial. Yeah. Save you about what twelve bucks? How much is extra for a month? I think for a month, I, I could be wrong. That might be premium is eighteen dollars, but uh, it's maybe maybe extra is fifteen for a single month. I don't know, because they okay. do it. They do it where mm. it's like, if you buy a year, it lines up similar right. to if you extrapolate Game Pass out over a year. But if you don't, it's like it's more expensive to do it month to month. So, but yeah, so I, and then when, go ahead. I wonder if it, uh, like just reverts back to free. Like if I cancel right away or essentially, Oh, like reverts back to Right. Cause like, I don't want to lose access to the plus games that I have. Right. When I cancel. Right. 
when you cancel the extra tier and go back down to just the essential is what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, I would imagine once you pay for extra, you're locked in for the month. I doubt they would like take the extra away from you, but also take your money. But then again, would that be surprising? Nope. It is kind of cool though. You can just upgrade. So I can upgrade for the remaining amount of time on my plan. Yep. So it's only going to cost me five bucks. Oh, do you only have one month left? Yeah, mine expired. Mine renews sometime in September usually. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's not bad. That's brilliant right there. You could just let it, you could just turn off auto renew, right? And then when you like next think of it, which would be like, right. you know, if you set a reminder or something, let it like die and then just restart up the subscription as essential. There you go. There you go. There you go. Brilliant. PlayStation um, hacks. PlayStation hacks. That's honestly, it's uh, what it's all about. R slash PlayStation Vita hacks. <coughs> Shut down. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I played Stray. I played uh, My Time at Porsche. I played some more of that like slice of life game. And uh, obviously MLB the show. Nice. Also, played some Demon Souls, and for the Did first you? time, I played it with someone else, and they had ass in their name, so I just referred to them as Ass Man the entire time. Fun. And 90% of the time, he didn't hear me when I would say something, so then I would repeat it, and it was normally something like, I believe in you, ass man. And he'd be like, what? And then I would just repeat it verbatim and say, I believe in you, ass man. And so it was really funny to me because I just kept calling this guy ass man. And just he just glazed over it so many times. Um, it was very funny. And then I killed a boss for him by cheesing the game and didn't even ask him if he wanted me to or not. I just fucking did it because, you know, I'm a boss. Let me bitch. solo? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. I put a pot in my head. And I said, hero. I said, hold my beer. <laughs> um, it was an experience and uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't love it. So, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, my one world got so messed up because I kept putting myself in like back in my body that it wrecked my world tendency. Anybody who knows souls games understands what I'm saying. I don't expect you to Mike, because you're not a uh, man of culture. Um, I've only ever done <laughs> but uh yeah my world tendencies wrecked so now like there's harder enemies in the world that like just like didn't have like they just weren't there like it was just like an empty path no it's it's not it's because i've been so bad so they make it harder yeah basically they made it harder because so i die you go into your soul form and then you can use an item to go back into your body but if you stay in soul form, like nothing happens. Like you can just keep dying in your soul form, but like nothing. But if you keep like using the item to go back into your body, which, oh, soul form, you only have half health or 75% if you have a cling ring. Anyway, you get penalized though if you keep going back into the body and continuing to die. And I kept doing that and well, shout out to my world. So, uh, world four, not going well. 
not going well. I might have to just completely play it off stream because I have no idea how the hell I'm going to do it if I only have like three hours or something like that. That's how brutal it is. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's it though. That's my life in games. Let's talk news. First thing uh, that we alluded to was that Sony announced a new program called PlayStation Stars that is going to be a loyalty program for gamers. Uh, let's see. Sony, Sony is adding a free rewards and loyalty program for gamers called PlayStation Stars. This is from the Washington Post. It's not from Jason Trier. It's from Shannon Liao. He's from Bloomberg. Oh, Thinking of Gene Park? I'm thinking of Gene Park. Got my two uh, journalist goats mixed up. Um, yeah, Sony is adding a free rewards and loyalty program for gamers called PlayStation Stars. Program will launch later this year, the company said. Those specific details about a release timeline remain under wraps. Uh, basically, you'll get rewarded for like time spent in games if you earn certain achievements uh, or trophies. Um I think it's funny anytime something talking about Sony says achievements, because um, like um, actually, trophies. Uh, <laughs> you'll also get rewarded if you don't harass game devs. That's an interesting addition. Um, Why would they know? <laughs> I mean, that's awesome, but like, no, I'm, okay. I'm kidding. That's not actually in here. That was just alluding uh, to. Isn't it sad that I believed you? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's the second time yeah. I, I did that to you last week too. <laughs> No, well, no. That's I mean, the world we live in. It is. That was in reference to people being just absolutely terrible to Santa Monica Studios, um, but yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, once we have more information, but from the sounds of it, I'm thinking of this like um, it kind of reminds me of like uh, doesn't Microsoft? Is it just Microsoft Rewards? Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm glad that you picked this as a topic to talk about because yeah, it is just Microsoft Rewards, um, and like it really didn't include Xbox for a while, mm -hmm. but you know you still like so a long time ago, and this has been around for years. I mean, I joined Microsoft Rewards when I had a Windows, phone, and that was almost years ago. Fucking brag about it. I know. But you can get like Microsoft Store gift cards. So like what I would do is I would get these rewards and then I'd redeem it for like a $10 Microsoft Store gift card. And then, um, you know, you can still use that on Xbox. It's the mm -hmm. same thing. Um, but then recently they started doing, uh, what is it? It's like Game Pass. Um, I think they call it. No, it's not Perks. Oh man, it's eluding me. But essentially, like, let's say I play a Game Pass game, mm -hmm. I get like ten points. Yeah. Um, if you play like, I don't know, just for example, like four different Game Pass games in a week, you get like fifty points. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they do things where it's like, if you you have to go into the app and like sign up, mm -hmm. but you basically get like as many points as you get it achievements right so it's a, it's a really cool program i've seen a lot of people like 
say, well, I pay for my yearly Game Pass subscription with this alone. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I I was like, you know that I'm going to be an absolute animal about this because I see this as an opportunity because you can can get uh, points that you'll be able to spend. You'll turn it into uh, wallet funds, like, you know, for, for the PlayStation Store. And so I see this as an opportunity for me to pay off my PlayStation Plus. Remember when they were going to do that for trophies? Yes, I do. They did do it for a little bit, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they did it for like six months. Yeah, it lasted all of, yeah, never. Uh, I definitely didn't get a payout for for doing that because I clearly didn't have enough time or enough games to uh, <laughs> sink time into so I could get dumb little trophies. 20 Platinums and such. Yeah. 20 Platinums in 2020. Couldn't be me. Um, yeah, they uh, they also said, uh, and this is at the tail end of the article, which I found this really funny, and also, like, like I don't know. I'll get there. Okay. Uh, another kind of reward Sony is offering is digital collectibles, which are 3D rendered representations of things like figurines of video game characters and past Sony devices. Some will be ultra rare and hard to obtain, they aren't non-fungible tokens, despite also being digital and collectible. And then there's a quote from... Um, Sad. There's a... <laughs> there is a quote. I need to find their first name. Grace Chen. Uh, and it says, it's definitely not NFTs. Definitely not. You can't trade them or sell them. It is not leveraging any blockchain technologies and definitely not NFTs. And it's just... It's sad that I read like it's not nfts it's not it's definitely not and i just sat there and i went these are going to become nfts aren't they Mm -hmm. uh we'll see obviously um the idea is like kind of neat i guess but like you're just gonna put them on display i guess like I, i guess like similar to how i can like go to your profile and compare trophies with you I guess it would, it's neat if they're there and it's like, oh, he got this thing because of doing X in a game, right? Like, um, and, you know, only so many people have done that. So it's like a signifier of like, yeah, you're elite at this like one thing. And it's like, okay, that could be kind of cool. But if it like turns into like, yeah, you can use your points to buy a figurine of Nathan Drake. And then they're like, but there's only 15 available and they cost... 6,000 points or some arbitrary number that's a lot of points then it's like oh this feels gross people are going to start selling their accounts be over this stuff it and sounds like an nft it sounds like an nft yeah non-fundable means non-tradable essentially yeah so uh you know as long as they're and we're about to touch on nfts here in, uh, in a bit um but uh to, to steal from from that, you know, NFTs are just like the, it's just a class signifier. It's the haves versus the have-nots. And um, frankly, dumb, but uh, with, with like the current state of them. Um, but companies will try to take advantage of that if they can sucker you into paying for, like I said, a figurine of, Nathan Drake that just sits on your console. 
tie it to like you know land it in a one by one zone without dying in minecraft from with a fall from five thousand feet right like that's a trophy mm-hmm. and so like if you also tie like a, a signifier that's like i can just throw that on my profile fine but as soon as it turns into like exchanging points for that stuff that's just like dumb and i i hate it they should bring back playstation home yes so you can hang your nfts in your house you can hang your Which... board apes I definitely didn't pay five ninety nine for a PSP Go that I could put in my little apartment there that I can no longer access. <laughs> Isn't it funny hey. the, the dumb things we spend money on? <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> I don't. don't uh oh, hang on. Whoa, that was weird. Or like in a different dimension or something. Like it's now seven twenty AM instead of five PM and I now have AC and now you're not dying of heat stroke. <laughs> anyway, Mike, you were talking about <laughs> how you yeah. bought a PSP Go in PlayStation Home and I said, Isn't it funny the dumb stuff we <laughs> spend money on? <laughs> <laughs> and then ostracize people for doing the same thing now. <laughs> what uh yeah uh that's i don't know if if you have anything else this is all still in regards to playstation stars um yeah i i mean i think it's a a good program i hope playstation sticks with it mm -hmm. um i mean the good news is they've kind of seen what microsoft has done for the past couple of years and know that it's like a proven way like not even to just keep people involved but to like keep people buying things it's like oh i have this credit on my account so you know like like you and i we talked about like we would just use it for our subscriptions but i mean there are also times like um when it takes two came out Mm -hmm. justine and i really wanted to play it it wasn't on game pass at that point so i was like oh well i have like twenty dollars in Microsoft rewards, so now it's basically just a forty dollar game. So I'm just gonna buy it and lose what it is. Yeah, that's probably the last video game I bought. <laughs> that's that's not true if you don't count Switch. Oh, but still, I mean, yeah, I I see it as like a mostly like you said for like keeping my subscriptions alive, but um, but also, yeah, in moments like that where it's like. Oh, this game's on sale for five bucks or something. You know, it's on like a super sale. Mm-hmm. Like, I got I got the the you know credit or whatever. Um, does PlayStation still have their own credit card? Because that was like another thing that you could like earn rewards points. I think towards the PlayStation oh my Store. God. <clears throat> I I doubt it. Just thinking think about so. their like programs that they've had in the past. Because like we talked about how they they did for a bit have like a rewards program for trophies, but that also yeah. went by the wayside. So I can't remember. If I they, completely forgot yeah. that they had a credit card. And it was like, if you used it on, if like you bought stuff on the PlayStation store with it, or um, I think it also like extended to their like physical store where like you could get like 
like PlayStation attire, PlayStation gear, whatever that that mm-hmm. shop's called. I think if you used it there and like on the PlayStation store, you got like three times the points back or something and then like you could in turn use that those points to get PlayStation credit. They still have it. There you go. That's going to be my first credit card. And if you uh you can earn $50 PlayStation store code when you make your first purchase with a PlayStation Visa credit card within 60 days of account open. Earn five uh, five times 5x points when you shop directly from PlayStation. There you go. 5x, 5x on PlayStation and Sony. 3x on cable and internet. That's kind of cool. It's free real estate. Estate. <laughs> 2x on food. 1x on gas. What is nice? What, I mean, what is, wait. What does 1x mean? <laughs> you get one point for every one dollar on. Oh, well, I guess it's, it's, that, it's all okay. other pur- it's all other purchases. So you get points on everything. I got you. I got you. It's honestly not a bad card. So you're saying? Well, hold on. Let's see what the ape. no annual fee. That's nice. I think I'm going to stick with trying to get Amex Platinum or whatever it's called. Yeah, I got someone who can help you with that if you want. I keep getting denied, so yeah, that would be great. I'm going for Diners uh, Diners Club card. <laughs> That's like peak credit card. <laughs> All right, let's see what the rates are. <laughs> oh. it's, it's lower than average. Oh, there you go. It's, it's really not that... I'm, I'm not advocating... <laughs> I've, I've had i've had one not, credit card my entire life this is not financial advice like you gotta put the no. disclaimer if, if you want to talk about crypto then i'll give financial advice that you should follow <laughs> buy cummy coin <laughs> <laughs> follow me into my rug pull <laughs> come with me <laughs> um all right so yeah look into that uh and buy cummy coins mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right. With your PlayStation credit card. Yeah, yeah. so you can get one 69X. 69X points back. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> um, here's a bit of news that just kind of popped up yesterday um, that I'm generally excited for when I saw it. Uh, IGN posted an article that said Uncharted, The Last Uncharted, The Last of Us. So I think it's and The Last of Us because there's only two. So I don't know why they put a comma, but I won't get into it. IGN, not mm-hmm. today. Uh, director opens new studio, Wildflower Interactive. Uh, Bruce Straley, formerly of Uncharted 4 and Last of Us, or Naughty Dog fame. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, tweeted, OMG, it's finally happened. We're doing a thing. And he posted a about two-minute video uh, talking about how he, you know, stepped away from video games, I think, back in 2017. Um, yeah, they have that quoted in the article um and basically it was like didn't know if he still wanted to work in games and then like the more time he spent away the more he realized how like there's more to be explored in the medium and when i hear that it's like all right i'm like i'm getting excited because like this is a team to me it sounds like that's going to be trying something new maybe something weird and that's when you can sometimes get some of like the best games um you know we've we've seen buff dude with gun plenty of times so uh 
I don't know. This just is giving me giving me hope that some small studio seems like it's going to stay relatively small um, is going to put together, you know, something that really like tests, hopefully, the boundaries of video games. Um, and currently the studio is made up of developers who've worked on Call of Duty, Abzu, Kena and Astroneer. So uh, there's a there's a good range in the games that are, you know, just said there so uh i don't know i'm excited i think we can assume this is well i'll ask this is this going to be a sony studio or is it going to be independent to start there's no affiliation to sony yet okay i mean i think it's safe to assume that they'll get absorbed after the first game comes out yeah or maybe they'll kind of get like the the treatment that you know that Kana got, uh, right. where it's like, yeah, it's like you, you can have, you know, we'll give some cash flow to help you build the game and then, you know, maybe go from there. I mean, I, like, uh, who was, is Kana fire, Firepoint, fire spire or something like that games. Um, like they haven't been picked up by Sony, but, you know what I mean? Like Sony has a track record of doing that. So I could see right. that. I agree. Especially seeing like what they're doing with Jade Raymond's studio as well, which I think as of last week is officially. Yeah. We talked, yeah, we talked about that. It was either last week or a couple weeks ago. And when that yeah. news came out, we were like, wasn't it already? <laughs> wasn't it already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, it's one of those things where it's like the news kind of came out. It's like, you just already assumed um, right. But yeah, I think the cool thing is um, that uh, the studio is currently uh, working remotely. Um, We're seeing a lot of that. And yeah, but it, like it's cool to see a studio like crop up like now and just like from the offset, you know, hey this is a thing that we can do uh that's not to say that they won't ever pivot but you know maybe as they grow or whatever but um, i think what's cool sorry go ahead no no i think what's cool with these smaller studios and we saw a lot of this with like the tribeca games fest mm -hmm. during uh, summer game fest um there's a lot of remote game studios that are starting as remote game studios um and I think what's kind of cool is that we'll see all sorts of different new ideas in video games stem from that because it's way less centralized. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a team of 17 developers that are living in um, San Francisco that are experiencing the same. Well, I don't mean to overly generalize, but I as far as saying. like as far as like a geographic location, they're experiencing the same things as every other developer on a team. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you've got, you know, someone in San Francisco, someone um, in uh, Ukraine, someone in India, it's like, well, someone can, can come to work the, in, in the next day and be like, oh, well, this really strange thing that's unique to my area happened to me today and how can i integrate this into a video game where other people can't necessarily have this experience based on where they live geographically or culturally or, or something like that right um i think that was a big trend with tribeca uh, and i thought that was really cool 
yeah i think we'll see that here too and and like think about it like uh you know you can have people who say like i oh like i lived in new york city for a time and what that means to one person and to somebody else because there's so many different pockets of new york city right so but this is like on an even grander scale because you can like you said like you can have somebody who's you know from alabama and then you can have somebody from san francisco and those two lives are going to be very different um so yeah i think you're absolutely right like people beginning to put their own unique touch instead of a team that again not to generalize is experiencing roughly the same thing Mm -hmm. um yeah uh i think it's i think it's a very exciting trend for the for the industry to go in um yeah so the studio is still growing we don't really know what exactly it is that they're working on just yet um but i look forward i look forward to following this and seeing seeing what's next yeah me too and uh i guess i kind of hope that they at least do some sort of partnership with sony i feel like that's worked really well for some of these smaller games Mm -hmm. it's either they do that or they get on game pass and get funding from xbox i mean i'm not saying they couldn't do it by themselves but i just think what we're seeing with these partnerships for indie games is really good yeah i agree um i think the sony path obviously makes sense um and i mean it it seems like wherever they try to go to or whoever they try to go to it seems like a a pretty uh easy bet or non-risky bet to take you know it's it's not just you know two random guys who just have this really good idea but you know they don't have like necessarily like the the, you know the extensive background but this Mm -hmm. is this seems like a pretty experienced group um putting together something that's hopefully pretty cool um all right let's talk about uh the oh the chad video game developers so first up minecraft uh it's like the it's like the easy slam dunk decision to make now especially in the gaming industry uh minecraft has said that they will not allow nfts or blockchain technologies and gamers everywhere stood up and applauded i want to try to find someone had a good screenshot of snippet of their um of their statement and i thought it was really good i'm sorry i'm going to their actual statement now see what they said okay um this is like the uh, about halfway down each of these uses of nfts and other blockchain technologies creates digital ownership based on scarcity and exclusion which is not aligned with minecraft values of creative inclusion and playing together nfts are not inclusive of all our community and create a scenario of haves and the have-nots the speculative pricing and investment mentality around NFTs takes the focus away from playing the game and encourages profiteering, which we think is inconsistent with long-term joy and success of our players. Yeah. Wonderful. Great statement. Um, 
I particularly loved the 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 have versus the have nots. Talked about that uh-huh. earlier in the episode. Um, because that's I mean that's exactly what it does. Um, you know, and it gets so dangerous in in games because it's kind of like the whole loot box issue that we were talking about, right? Like, why would you mm-hmm. spend $20 on the loot box? And it's like, because everybody else is doing it. And so now they're better than me. So I have to do it or else I can't play the game, basically. Right. Um, you can't enjoy the game. Right. Unless you're enjoying it as much as the next guy. Which I don't really know. I mean, I don't know how that would work in a game like Minecraft, but, uh, you know, unless there's like a you know a specific sword or something that you can get that only whatever right but um yeah. i mean even like i don't know like we've seen with some of like the metaverse game projects like being able to put your nft into like a painting on a wall in your house yeah like i think even something as small as that could like kind of cause that have and have not mm-hmm. mentality um, especially with you know the the demographic the main demographic of people playing minecraft like god there was there was some like all like weird news like this past holiday season like holiday 2021 that like nfts were like the number one asked for what like christmas uh present among like kids 10 to 18 or something like that oh 10 my to god and and they just like one don't understand that these things cost real money and two like god if a kid got a board ape nft in december it's probably worth like barely anything now <laughs> how do you like they... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> how do you how do you open how do you open an nft on christmas well, we all know you can't just print it out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, like, have, <laughs> have you ever gotten, like, like a gift that you didn't really want? But, like, you know, like, you, you still, like, have to appreciate it, right? But I'm yeah. just imagining, like, especially, like, the younger you are, the worse you are at pretending <laughs> right. to, to like something that you didn't want. And so, like, imagine, like, you wanted the board ape with a backwards cap, uh, uh, and, and instead, uh, uh, you, you, and, and, uh, let's go Brandon, uh, necklace, (laughs) and, uh, instead, uh, it's a, it's a front-facing hat, uh, with a donkey on it, and a necklace that says AOC, uh, how, (laughs) how do you, like, imagine the kid's disappointment, and it's like, I don't know. Just picturing that is really funny to me. Uh, Knowing disappointed kids is really funny to me. (laughs) Yeah, that should be that should be uh, an NFT line. (laughs) Disappointed kids yacht club. (laughs) Um. Yeah, but like that was all happening. It's like, what is what is a ten year old going to do with an NFT? Like, (laughs) what is anyone going to do? Yeah, I was going to say, but but. But still, like, it's not like a 10-year-old can, can flip it. Right. Like, usually I have to be 18. Well, allegedly, you also had to be 16 to join MySpace, and most of us did that way younger. But, um, 
that being said, there is identity verification with these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, the only reason that that happened is because, like, one kid got an NFT and all of a sudden, like, that was the cool thing. Yep. And it's not like it's a Supreme shirt where you're going to pay $75 for it and, you know, your kid's going to fucking get boogers on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the end of it. It's, you know, at least a couple hundred dollars, probably, on average. Yeah, and and it's Um, nothing, you know. At least you can wear a shirt, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking about... This is, like, this is now just a total anecdote, but I was... I remember I was in class in college and there was a kid, this was during the fidget spinner rage and he was spinning his fidget spinner. Hell yeah. And uh, I just remember he was, he was like talking to the kid next to him and he was like, yeah, my dad bought me this. It really helps, you know, with my fidgeting, you know, all that stuff. And he's like really selling fidget spinners. And I just remember sitting behind it just thinking because i would never say this out loud uh i was just thinking like this is the dumbest fucking person how did they get into college like (laughs) and and you know the kid next to him i'm just like he's gonna have a fidget spinner tomorrow you know he's gonna go out and buy one because of the the dopamine that you get from sitting there and mindlessly spinning something in your hands but it was also just the fact of like my dad bought this for me i was like it's a fucking fidget spinner you couldn't you couldn't shell out two fifty or whatever it costs to get a fidget spinner. You could have just made that yourself. Anyway, remember fidget fidget spinners, Mike? <laughs> All right, where do we need to start off? <clears throat> anyway, over to the other Chad developer. Uh, Sims Four adds sexual orientation as a feature. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's a part of a high school expansion, um, and from IGN, the feature, which appears as a menu next to the gender options, allows players to customize three aspects of their sim's orientations. What genders their sim is romantically attracted to, if their sim might be interested in exploring attraction to other genders, and what genders their sim is, att- is sexually attracted to, or in sim terms, interested in woohoo with. Um, which... You know, so you can you can have a sim that's romantically attracted to to females and then is sexually attracted to anything that walks. So, which again is how I would describe myself. <laughs> so, I, I I think my confusion with this mm-hmm. is when does this come into play? Like when you're sim like when you're not actually playing and like you're simulating over time yeah so it's like when you're when you do like a create when you like create a sim you like set these you can like set these customization options and like you know sims have have free will uh or as much as you give them so like Mm -hmm. you know if you create a sim that you know is just fucking and sucking everything uh you know uh if you're not controlling it, it it will just you know free will will take over and it'll go do its thing um and so like in the in in the past um or or like as as an example like if a if a npc sim is uh sexually attracted to 
male sims and your sims male but your sim is only sexually attracted to female sims if that male sim tries to make a move your sim will be like oh whoa hey hey yo i don't swing that way you know 20 bucks is 20 bucks <laughs> and you can make your sim like that <laughs> <laughs> um it is a little confusing because it almost seems like in in a way this is almost it almost is a little restrictive because the way it used to be is that like the the game was just you know it, it was whatever but now it, mm -hmm. it, it really what it's doing is it's giving you custom customizability over it like you can get more granular with like the genetic makeup and like the the preferences of your sim which i think is actually really neat um but where where it gets uh like really good in terms of the story is the menu itself is not toggleable toggleable so uh maxis the creators say while we try to give players the options to toggle certain gameplay features lgbtqia plus identities are a fact of life and not a toggle to be switched on or end off and i just think that's a uh i think that's a really really good quote really well thought out uh you know tying it to the game and everything um yeah yeah, I think that's. I obviously they'd be in really hot water if they're just like having no gaze switch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think that's. But that was a, a good statement. Yeah. To have like, and I think kind of like with Minecraft's NFT statement, like you have these well-worded stances on things, and people are sure to follow. Um. But yeah, I, I guess, so you sent this to me. I think I might have seen it on IGN. I'm like, strange. Like, I figured that, like, people just bang everything in The Sims. Right. Like, I, thought, I thought that's how it went. But then, like, you know, we kind of, we talked about it a little bit. And, you know, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording. Um, and it's like, well, it's kind of more than just, like, for, for a lot of people it's more than just romantically what are your your preferences mm -hmm. um or sexually what are your preferences but it's really an identity for people so um i think being able to weave that into your sim especially considering that i, I you know i feel most people um make sims that represent them or mm -hmm. represent who they want to be um i think just adding that identity aspect is and you know, I'm I'm saying this is someone on the outside looking in, but I'm sure important for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, somebody like pointed out it's like, in a way, you're like, oh wow, The Sims is being more inclusive, and then you realize that like, no, you've always been able to like, if you're a dude, you can make out with a dude, and you can fuck a dude, and but then you can turn around and go across the bar to a woman, and same deal, and it's like you've always been able to do that in The Sims, so like this is just giving like the more like customizable look, like you said like giving your sim more of an identity more of a background um which just overall is just like like you said it's good it's good for you know people like when i make a sim you know i'm yeah i'm making the sim like making the person i want to be so uh you know yeah. uh i go to the gym every day uh <laughs> i only eat salads um and then any neighbor who comes to my door, I seduce them. <laughs> so, 
Oh, stop until I get the whole town. <laughs> I'm going to put this whole town in my rear view. Nice. That's a town reference. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it a crypto reference? No. 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 Uh, we at Good Game, Bad Game Podcast will not have NFTs be a part of our podcast. Well, that's not pigeonhole ourselves <laughs> there's good money to be made there we got to keep this podcast going somehow uh yeah that's true we gotta 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 keep the gravy train rolling um, we're going to sell <clears throat> nft access to our greatest lines so it can be put into video games pickle fucking slaps yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's still my favorite. You'll just be walking around and fall out, and a random NPC will come up to you and say, "Pedal fucking slaps." <laughs> you'll just be like, "That was weird." <laughs> wow, Bethesda keeps making it realer and realer every time. <laughs> realer, fuck me, more real. Shut up. All right, uh, last bit of news. Um, something that I feel like uh, you, Mikey. Mikey boy should be excited about. Uh, we've got a new skate game coming. Hell yeah! Um, who was it? I, I sent you the tweet from 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 Nibble, and uh, I thought this was so funny. Like I was laughing when I sent you this. Uh, they detailed new details on, or the tweet read new details on the new skate. And then the first bullet was it's called skate, and I fucking busted out laughing. It's <laughs> <I was> like. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just like tickled me, I, and not from like a standpoint of like, oh, but skate's already a thing. It was just like, here's here's details on the new skate game. It's called Skate. It's just like, oh well, yeah. It's like here's details on the new Uncharted game. It's called Uncharted. Like, well, I don't know. It's just okay, funny. you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it is funny, um, especially the way that it's just like the first bullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fact that it's new details on the new Skate, bullet point one <laughs> called Skate. Right. Which, um, like, I but it. I mean, that is kind of news because it, it was supposed to be Skate Four, right? Yep. Yeah. So now they're just gonna make it like a game as a service, which hopefully they do it right, and then we just have perpetual Skate since that's what everybody has always wanted. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I am. I'm excited. I actually signed up for the. I don't know if it's technically an alpha at this point. Okay. Um. Which it sounds like, based on what I saw on the website, they're going to start sending out invites soon. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see kind of what it's going to be. Um, I you know they have the point here that microtransactions will focus on cosmetics and convenience, and Nibble put it in quotes the and convenience part. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I guess like with a skate game, you know, it kind of makes sense to have like something that'll like boost your stats. Like it's just kind of always been the, I guess not necessarily with skate. Skate's always been focused on realism as much as possible. Like obviously like it's still a skateboarding game. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I hope that, uh, I hope that they do it right. I will play the shit out of this game. Yeah, and I think, like, the idea of it being um, 
like a live service like constantly updating it right like holding events stuff like that and de and depending on like there's a real ability i would say to to build up a you know uh, a city an area that like feels like you know similar to like how you say like gta cyberpunk it's like a it's like a, a city that you can like just mess around in. so like just skate around you know the the area right and like you know and and i hope yeah i hope uh i hope they do it right i hope they you know i yeah i'm i mean it's 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 a free-to-play game so the base up front should be really really high and there's gonna be a natural drop off and it will probably be pretty steep because that's normally what happens with uh with with free-to-play games um but if they if they really stick with it they'll keep a, a really solid base i think because a lot of people have been clamoring for this game mm -hmm. um and yeah i just hope it's super realistic because like i want to load in and the second i put my foot on the skateboard i want it to roll out from underneath me and i want to break my ankle mm-hmm <laughs> like with no fall whatsoever like literally just stepping off yeah like literally just i mean we're talking about a two inch drop because my character is going to be like five eight five five nine i don't know how tall i was when i broke my ankle it was probably something like that but going through growth spurt yeah yeah everything's fresh yeah yeah i'm gonna break the growth plate <laughs> um i don't know i for me personally, um, you know, there was like all the fanfare when it was like, yeah, a new skates, a new skate game's coming, right? We 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 knew about that back in that was late, like late last year, I think, maybe even early last year or something. That it was like known mm -hmm. that it was going to be worked on, right? Um, I and think it had been like last summer. Yeah, and, and I remember everybody was really excited about it, like online. Um, uh, and I know, like you were obviously excited about it because you played all of them, right? But before. Yeah, and I had, like, right before that announcement, um, I don't know if Skate 3 was on Game Pass or if it was, like, five bucks. But I actually bought it again and started playing it on Xbox. So sick. Um, it was never a game that I, like, got into. Like, I played the, the Tony Hawk, like, what was it? Thug, Thug 2. Mm -hmm. uh, I played, like, those, and... You know, I liked those, but I never, I never got into skate. And so when skate four was in, like being talked about, I was just like, man, I just don't know if, like, am I gonna spend sixty dollars on a skateboarding game? And I was just like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. But now knowing that's free to play, I'm like, oh yeah, I could definitely see myself sinking stupid amounts of time into this. Right. Um. And the best part is, like, you know, as, as is the case with like. The, the game pass world we live in the now with how playstation plus is it's like it, you know as long as you're part of like that subscription which you do pay money for but like effectively the games are then free to you at that point and it's like you can just test stuff out and so like that's what i love about free to play games it's like i can i can play it i can put as much or as little time into it as i want there's really no risk on my end and if i end up loving it like that's huge and if i don't then it you know no harm no foul basically right and right. so that's why i love the appeal of it um and i also think like sports games are really like the types of games that should be free to play um you know and i think again if it's done right if you if you do a good job of um 
implementing events and just do a good job of updating the game consistently and regularly uh you know you can keep a solid base you i would i'd be fine with uh uh i'm trying to think like red dead 2 uh the online they have like they kind of have like a battle pass type thing i forget what it's called um but you pay like 20 gold for it and you can buy gold with real money but you can also earn it in game and you pay 20 gold for the pass but through the pass you can make if you like complete it all in terms of getting like xp you can get 40 gold and like gold is like a thing that you need to buy like the different roles and stuff that you can be online um so it's not like hard to necessarily get gold but you can earn it a bit faster through having the pass um doesn't necessarily give you an upper hand or anything like that um but it just gives you like it expands the game for you right and so if they do something like that that'd be great um so like that's a a a method for them to to make money on the game but also still give people the ability to not be strapped into having to pay um and i like that you know it's starting out this way it could obviously change but i'm going to take their word for it that they're saying that microtransactions will be purely cosmetic or uh about convenience but it won't really be anything um you know that like gives you an upper hand right just shark cards yeah just shark cards um yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm excited to see more uh the the images that the uh the verge article has from earlier this week or from last week i should say uh of like the pre 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 alpha <laughs> some mm-hmm. of those images are really funny like you got the guy t posing with uh <laughs> with a skateboard like just outside of his hand uh he's like in midair um we call that move a christ air oh 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 yes feature not a bug gotcha that makes sense um yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing updates and um, and actually getting getting my hands on this. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm hoping. I mean, it's it's weird. They're like, oh, we're going to be sending out these uh, uh, invitations for the beta soon. And then, like, you look at the article, and it's like, oh, are you? <laughs> define who knows how? Define soon. <laughs> I mean, who knows how old these these pictures are? Right. They could be from yesterday. They could be from two years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they've given any sort of, like, release window even. Have they? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember seeing anything for it. Um, I think there was a... I think, if I remember correctly, after seeing this come out... Um, I remember seeing some backlash. Some people were like, why would you move to a free-to-play game? You might hear Grogu screaming here in a second. He's getting wound <laughs> up. Um, why would you, like, pivot to a free-to-play game? Like, you're not going to put care or attention into it. And um, I think it was Skate 3 that a ton of modders, after the fact, like, took assets from skate three and built like a completely modded version um that like supported online play did skate three have online play 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so actually so pretty maybe, big. All of the skates have actually. Oh, okay. So maybe it just like kind of expanded on it or kept kept it kept it alive because I'm guessing the skate three servers have been shut down. I'm just making oh, assumptions okay. at this play at this point. I mean, yeah, I I I think they have been, but it was only like recently that they did that, like within the past five years, maybe. Okay. Which considering oh. how old that game is. Yeah, Grogu, please. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is I think there is a community here very clearly. Um, and if anything, you're just going to expand it by making it free and then, you know, you go from there. But I think it's, I think overall it's going to be a good move. Yeah. And plus it's EA, so like in EA we trust with non-microtransactions. Yeah, they'll they'll find a way to yes. to m put like messy in a pack, and you can buy packs. Yeah, I think that'll be like it probably will be a lot of pack-based stuff, like being able to get exclusive boards or clothes or things like that, which I think will be annoying but you know people will pay for it my my kind of yeah where my imagination's kind of going is like th there'll be some sort of like in-game currency right and yeah. you know every day you log on and there's a list of challenges for you to do like daily challenges and if you do those you know each challenge will give you so many and then like there'll be like the challenge that is complete all the daily challenges and mm. that'll give you like whatever the like the gem like so like the main currency will be like skate bucks and then there'll be like that secondary currency that you can like buy with real money and then you can then transfer that secondary currency into skate bucks you know how that like whole like system works in these types of games and mm -hmm. like you know complete all the daily challenges that'll give you like the gem or the skate diamond or whatever you want to call it right. and then if you spend 10 of those you can buy the current, like, you know, MLB The Show every few days has a headliner pack and it has, like, a specific player card in it. And so, like, this would have, like, the, the or it's a chance at that specific player card. So this would be, like, a chance at a specific type of board or whatever. So that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I could see happening. And then otherwise there would be, like, the regular store that you can spend those skate bucks on and stuff like that for just anything and everything. But... We'll see. It would be cool. It would be cool if they did like buy-in skate competitions, like, and it could be based on rank, just kind of like in real skateboarding, where they have like amateur and and pro, mm -hmm. um, where you can kind of like a wager mode in Black Ops. Yes, I was literally going to say, can we run around and get called Muppets? Right. Exactly. <laughs> um. Like I could see, I, I I don't know like the where. I'm sure it's kind of like thin ice for game companies to do like competition competition based wagering, mm -hmm. but I don't know like something like that would be cool. Like they host like a monthly competition. Like obviously there's gonna be so many players, so it's not gonna be like every single player against every single player. But they could do like you sign up for a pool of like. 20 people mm -hmm. no it would definitely be neat 
yeah we'll see we'll see what direction they go in but i'm excited yeah um all right i think that does it so this has been one heck of an episode do you have anything else no let's wrap this up before i lose power or internet or my laptop yeah let's the world let's see we had we had mike's laptop catch fire uh both of us attempting to die of heat stroke during that first half uh then then you lost power and then your internet dipped out a second time <laughs> yep <laughs> oh man this has been an exciting one i can't wait to see how i piece this all together um <laughs> all right thank you all so much for listening as always you can go follow us over on twitter at ggbg podcast uh that's g as in good g as in game b as in bad g as in game podcast um you can follow us over there uh and uh as always thank you so much for listening if you could do us a solid, leave us a review or a rating wherever you listen to this podcast. And then right after you do that, go down to your local bar and in true sim fashion, strike up a conversation with a guy and tell him about this podcast and then go across the bar and tell a girl about this podcast. And then... Uh, just stand up on the bar and say, are there any moms in here? And because, you know, it's like 12 o'clock on a Thursday, so there'll be a couple of winos out there. Uh, and, you know, you, you just get them to listen to it as well. Uh, you know, that 